Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happen. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the state of California. Doug Sovereign is away. Today, we're joined by KCBS's Kathy Novak. And we are finding out more about when we'll be able to take off our masks indoors in the Bay Area. And it might likely happen on different dates in different counties. And that is because health officers from the eight counties that still have indoor mask requirements have agreed on a set of milestones that each county must meet in order to lift those orders. These include remaining in the CDC moderate or yellow tier for COVID transmission for three weeks, having low and stable hospitalization rates, and having a vaccination rate of 80% of the entire population. Now, if a county does not meet that last condition, but it does meet the other two, it can lift its mandate eight weeks after the FDA grants emergency use authorization for five to 11-year-olds to get a COVID vaccination. San Francisco is already saying it will lift its requirement in some settings next Friday, October 15th. And today we are joined live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by San Francisco Health Officer Dr. Susan Phillip. Dr. Phillip, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good afternoon. So, Doctor, why is San Francisco naming this date when other counties aren't? Well, I think what we are saying is, uh, of course, first of all, that the masks have been uh, incredibly effective. I want to thank San Franciscans for that. And during our Delta surge, they uh, saved people from being in the hospital. They kept kids in school and businesses open. Um, We are joining all the other rest of the Bay Area counties to remove our general um, indoor requirement, our order for masking in the same criteria that you just mentioned. But, you know, and additionally in San Francisco, we have um, really had additional vaccination requirements in certain settings such as gyms. So we are really looking at particular uh, businesses and particular settings that have a closed and fixed population of people that come there. And those are the settings where we are um, prepared to lift the mask restrictions earlier on October 15th, assuming they meet a lot of uh, a lot of um, of the criteria that we have in place, including ventilation, not having any outbreaks in that setting, and, um, and, and, and everyone there must be fully vaccinated. So it really is a setting that is more closed, as opposed to one where the public is coming and going and you have a lot more people flowing in and out. Those settings we're going to wait until we meet the criteria you mentioned. I want to ask you about messaging here. Are you concerned that some people might see scaled back masking requirements as a, as a reason to let down their guards more broadly? 
Well, I think that San Franciscans have, have shown throughout this pandemic that they're very savvy, that they uh, understand and um, are able to engage with the public health recommendations and the orders. And I do think that most people will continue to follow the recommendations um, and the orders um, as, they're, as they're given. And I think that'll be really important as we're coming into the winter months with the holidays coming up, uh, with the weather uh, turning so that we're likely to be more um, indoors. Masks are, are never a bad idea and we always support people uh, using them if they choose. But we also know that in many settings, vaccinations are, are very high, are mandated, and those are going to be our path out of this pandemic. I want to ask you about the county-by-county approach. Of course, it was used throughout the Bay Area and the color-coded system for quite some time. Bay Area is a big place. Folks don't usually stay within their own county. They work in one county. They commute somewhere else. They've got relatives in a third county. It's confusing. Was there a concern about that? You know, I think that is always the challenge. It is it is uh, probably more confusing if each county came up with its own criteria. So I fully agree with and participated in the approach of developing the metrics um, collectively. We did understand that, as you said, counties have different characteristics and a county may have fewer children than another county. And so the, the same metrics will end up being applied slightly differently. But what we wanted to show was the sort of coherence in what we're thinking about as being important. Um, what benefit do the masks provide? They really are to protect those who have not yet been vaccinated, such as children and to also make sure that our hospitals you know, maintain capacity to see folks. So that's where you're seeing the, the criteria come from. We're gonna to try to minimize confusion as much as we can by messaging what, when the changes are happening and how. Dr. Philip, we have been here before. We took our masks off when California lifted the state mandate and not long after that, because of the surge associated with the Delta variant, we were told to put them back on again. So do you foresee a future where another variant pops up? You might have to reissue a mandate and what kind of metrics will you be looking at to decide that? You know, I, I, I really hope not. I really hope that this is the end. And I think we're in a good place now with the higher and, and soon ever increasing, hopefully, uh, amount of vaccination in our population. We just heard the good news today that Pfizer has submitted its data to the FDA to apply for emergency youth authorization in five to 11 year olds. So all of these things will continue to increase the proportion of our population in San Francisco that is vaccinated. And as I said, ultimately, that's what's going to make the difference. Is it possible that there might be a change, a new variant that comes up somewhere in the world since the pandemic is still raging? Um, that, that is certainly possible. But as of now, we don't see that as uh, immediately in our future. And so we can make this planning, which is very positive, I think, for all of us. Can you share with us any uh, of the feedback you're getting from businesses and restaurateurs in the city in terms of masking? Um, are you speaking to uh, other businesses that are not included in the narrowly defined businesses that we're in, in settings we're talking about today? I would say in the, the, the most general sense in terms of what feedback you are getting from the business community regarding mask wearing and to what degree that factors into your own decision making. Yes, I mean, I, I am foremost looking at the data and the science and the public health, speaking with our colleagues across the Bay Area um, and the state 
to to understand how they are looking at it. But I do uh, I do take into consideration, you know, how uh, difficult or easy is it for the public, including businesses, to follow our recommendations. And that's where um, you know we want to be supportive. We we know that it's an important um, aspects of our of our city uh, to be able to have businesses be open, to have offices open. And so that's where you know I'm committed to the least restrictive health orders possible. And so when we saw an opportunity to be able to remove masks safely in these select settings, that's the approach that we want to continue to take. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.